0: hello hello welcome to let's talk nudie this week we have ivana hurtado who is certified life coach she is a dear friend of mine from high school and she recently went through uh, an amazing healing journey to find her voice and be able to trust herself her decisions her life her body and it's beautiful to see when the moment you really start to listen to your voice and allow your voice to speak it, it changes your life and it has changed her life tremendously and in an amazing way and she decided to get her certification as a life coach and be able to provide this service for other people which i absolutely am a fan of um so yeah so she comes and she talks about how to trust your voice to trust yourself and a little bit of her key intakes um, as to becoming a life coach. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy. Woo! Um,
1: I went into college completely undecided. Um, my first two years, I really explored a lot of subjects that I loved, but that I didn't think necessarily could, I could make a career out of. So I was in a lot of biology classes, I did a lot of um, literature, I was very much into writing, and I did a lot of like social classes, like social studies, like criminology, like the most mm-hmm. interesting, exciting subjects I chose and got all of, all of like my um, extracurriculars out of the way my first two years, so I really enjoyed that. Um, and then I had to decide what I, what I wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I was making decisions was always super super difficult for me so especially this huge life decision I would I had no idea what I wanted to do and I called my dad and you know he was like choose something broad um something that has a good job like opportunity a good career opportunity and he suggested econ and it was kind of an easy way to, g- to get a major because I had done economics AP courses in high school So I kind of had a lot of credits that could go towards the major And then computer science just seemed like the way our world was was heading So mm. it was something good and valuable to have but not by any means Anything that I was really passionate about And I, f- I felt that like the day of graduation like I had this diploma in my hand that really didn't Feel anything like me
0: Wow. Um, but yeah. Let me ask you, what was it, what was like your favorite subject in middle and high school? My like f- class that you took that you were like, hmm, this is way better than my other classes. Yeah, like my
1: favorite subjects were always language arts, for sure, and social studies. I loved learning about um, different eras, like in, in history, like about the Holocaust, about different. Like civil rights movements. I loved that and I loved writing. I loved writing and reading. Um, Writing and reading for me and art as well. They've Mm. always been these like channels of expression that were safe for me because I always had a really hard time. Like, I'm super nervous today because I've had a hard time verbalizing and talking from very early on. So, literature and writing gave me. Expression and really gave me a voice mm-hmm. when I couldn't really find my my own voice in terms of like speaking and having conversations and expressing myself in that way.
0: Wow! I was I was reading this book uh, recently, and there was *The Alchemist*. Okay, um, I, I started reading *The Alchemist*. I haven't read it. Oh my God! Wow, it's it's interesting. Um, but there's this part that this guy was talking about how. You are already. Growing up, when you were little or child, you kind of already knew what you wanted to bring into this world, what you want, how you wanted to express yourself. And then later on, things happen, circumstances, and just, like, very... A lot of, like, influences that might not be ma- bad. It's just... It happens, you yeah. know? We're social creatures. Um, But I ask you this question about middle and high school because that's really where you naturally go in high school, mm-hmm. middle school. Like, you don't really have like a lot of motivation to think okay money or you know like stuff like that totally it's more like what do i really like like what kind of class teacher what is you know and i so i i love asking that question because that's where you really get to know what your interests are and i look back and i know like it's just so clear to me like the the classes that i love like psychology was like the only class that i cared about getting an a i was not a motivated student at all ever like ever and when I took psychology, I was like, hmm, this is, I want to get an A for some reason. <laughs> I just wanted that A. And, and I loved it. Like, I would raise my hand. I was just, like, so into it. So it's interesting you say language arts because you're such a poet. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, and I love, I, I really want to read that book. I love that kind of idea that y- that you're going about, that early on we know what we're drawn to and we know what inspires us. We don't really have the cultural pressures of thinking about what we should do what we're supposed to do Um, and something that i bring into my coaching practice often is for clients to go back to to their childhood and to think about the same thing what activities they enjoyed what hobbies they had a lot of times growing up we lose that we lose like the fun and the play um, and the things that excite us and like aliven us and motivate us so there's a lot there that can be excavated and really um i'm losing it (laughs) (laughs) and um and yeah it's it's a portal for connection with ourselves yeah and
0: analyze and all of that um when i was really kind of when i was you know into litigation and i had a huge question mark in my head i didn't know where to go i was like how do i start because i know I'm, i'm somewhere that i'm not, not not that I'm not supposed to be. just, like, this is not where I want to be. Um, where do I go? How do I start? Like, how do I change my thought pattern? Like, what, what do I do? So I started seeing this life coach. And so I was like, tell me what I want to do. Like, <laughs> tell me w- who am I? Like, what do I want to do in my life, with my career? He's like, let's go back. Let's talk about your dad. Let's talk about your mom. Let's ha- so le- tell me a little bit about your childhood. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, And obviously i still see him i really truly believe in life coaches and and it's it's a beautiful way to discover so much about yourself i think hundred percent it's, it's an incredible incredible field that needs to be more in it like it needs to be more talked about you know yeah and and i still see him sometimes and it's just a beautiful way to really figure out how you feel um think about your background, things that you don't want to talk about, but, you know, like, you gotta, you got to get it out there, out of your, your body, your mind, to really analyze and have, like, clarity in your head. So, okay, so let's go back now. Okay. Let's <laughs> talk about what you're doing now, how you ended up here after college, what you're doing now, and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think I have to start very early on to just kind of give a sense of, of where I – come from and kind of my whole story and I think that where to start is growing up I was always really shy I was very timid and I felt like feelings really consumed me like the feelings that I felt the emotions that I felt were often like too big for me like I loved too deeply you know like feared too deeply it was almost always like this too much too much sensitivity um, and I was very closed off. I was very closed off, even to to friendships and certain interactions. Um, I was very much aware of everyone's feelings around me. Like I was very hypervigilant from a very early age with my family too. Like living in my household, I think we had the idea of kind of a we and unity style of thinking a lot of individualism was not promoted like even even privacy it was just very much we do things together we feel things together so um, that's
0: beautiful it's incredible
1: in a way but also it didn't allow me to really discover my individuality and my independence Mm -hmm. and kind of differentiate myself and know what was true to me versus kind of looking outward for for myself. So I think identity was something that I really was looking for from a very early age, like most of us. But um, I was, I found myself looking in, in external places, right? And looking to people to make decisions for me, kind of looking to people to understand myself, to understand how I felt. How old were you at this time? Um, it's honestly... It's a feeling that's, f- from as early as I can remember, like, I moved here to the United States when I was four years old, and oh I remember wow, this yeah. one time in in kindergarten where I was speaking English for the first time, like, in a closet with this one friend, and the teacher opened the door, and I was so embarrassed to, to be talking. Um, and I think little experiences like that built up kind of this, like, fear and this me closing myself off to expressing myself vocally. So um, so I think from very early on, like I remember in my teens too with relationships, I was very codependent. I really didn't have that sense of self yet. I was trying to discover myself, but like I said, looking in external places instead mm-hmm. of turning that mirror within and kind of looking inside So it wasn't really until after college, after graduating, that um, I started working for the first time, I had my first real job, and I had gone already through multiple relationship experience that left me with uh, with a lot of suffering and a lot to think about, but I finally think I recognized that I played a major role in in those relationships too, that the way that I was showing up was obviously not the way that i that i wanted to be showing up that there was work to be done there and i think therapy and coaching and all of these tools had always been kind of a taboo subject in my family and in society too it's not really like today where we're promoting it so much and it's growing at at such an amazing rate and really all of my friendships right now the people that I'm friends with you know they they go to therapy they go to coaching so it was it was a different scene Um, but I started to to understand that to understand that there was something in me too that needed healing that needed discovering that needed some attention so that I wouldn't show up the same way in other relationships and um, I met someone early on into my into my work experience and this person just drew me in so much because he seemed so free and so like independent and so liberated and that was a feeling that I wanted in my life that I really didn't have at all mm-hmm. so I one of my friends had been on a healing like spiritual journey for a while and she recommended a psychologist and I, I met with her I remember the first session that we had Know, I told her I, I was like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be here because I've had a have a great family I've had a nice upbringing like I don't know if my problems are you know grave enough to to merit a psychologist so I was skeptical but um, that first session really spiraled into four years of continual kind of, progress and healing and self-connection and and self-discovery with different mentors and different psychologists and and different coaches and yeah just a a real process of looking myself looking for myself in the right areas like really looking within for what I love what I desire like what draws me in going back to old hobbies and old activities that used Mm -hmm. to bring me so much inspiration and light, and really finding channels of, of expressing myself.
0: Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. I'm so glad that you the way that you expressed it. How you know your your trauma wasn't great, or like you know it wasn't. You didn't have anything crazy in your childhood that would you know stimulate to have right psychologists. And it's interesting because that's how I thought about it too. When I first saw my life coach, I was like, but. You know, I, I've had a great life. Like, I really am grateful, and I have a really good mentality with uh, positivity and, you know, all that stuff. Like, I, I didn't really think that I was the right person to have a life coach or a therapist right. or whatever. Um, but, you, but you don't realize that your life, your experiences, no matter how little they are, they mold the mindset that you have. And especially when you're little, even if it's something that you might never have thought it was something big, maybe a conversation with a friend or whatever, might have impacted you in a way that you didn't realize. And that is what is, you know, maybe limiting you or or whatever it is to kind of move on and like become whoever you want to be and like, you know, what you wanted to do and become independent and whatever. It's interesting because... When I first started seeing my life coach we really dug into my past and I said I th- I'm scared to talk and I said I'm scared to really put my um, myself out there and I think I, I got that from law school because like, they re- you know in law school mm. they really try to be, make you like a really strong person okay. um, so they drill you so I'm like well I'm traumatized from that right wow. but he's like no 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 let's go back let's go back let's go back And we went back and we figured out a route, which I I still don't know if it's real, but it was like in elementary school, a friend of mine, he's still my friend, um, he told me something, I guess, in confidence, but I didn't know. And I'm a very friendly person. I talk. I love to talk and and you know express myself. And I guess I said what he told me to someone else and or to other people, thinking like everyone, you know, yeah, everybody talking talks know. It. <laughs> And he came out to me. He was like, "You are in Spanish. Like, eres una zapa. You're like you're. How do you even say that in, in English? You're you're um um." Uh, like a tattletale, tattletale or, like a <laughs> or like something like that like like you just talk so much you need to control your mouth like oh. stuff like that and then obviously he apologized later and then we became friends again and, and it was fine but it started from there when I was like in my head it is wrong to talk too much like that was that, that's what I that th- a belief that was created in my head so it went on with my life where it grew and grew and grew and I didn't trust myself to know when to talk or when not to talk because someone else has told me that it was wrong for me to say certain things. And and it's crazy how it just goes back from something that yeah was not even traumatic at all. It was like an argument I had with a friend. Yeah, <laughs> with my friend, you know. Right. It
1: seems like not traumatic at all. But obviously at that age when we're just developing any of these interactions that cause us a huge level of fear or of reaction really becomes ingrained in us so you literally linked this talking and, and sharing to to fear to um, I'm scared of, of the rep- repercussions that can come from mm-hmm. from me doing this this action and that's so interesting um, I love that you linked it also to not trusting yourself because that's something that I wanted to bring up because I realized later on, like looking back to my childhood and just to, to even my teens and my experiences in college, I was always very guarded and I was very closed off. And I realized too that this came from a true sense of me not being able to trust myself and that, in turn, never allowed me to trust anyone else. Um, and that not being able to trust ourselves, I think, is brought on by so many experiences. Like, the one you just shared. Yeah. Like, like also simple things like us growing up. And our parents don't do this purposely. But, you know, maybe they don't allow you to choose what to wear. And they, you know, you you constantly like, like some piece of artwork. Or you like some type of music. Or some some article of clothing that you just love and you constantly hear like, no, not not this. O sea, n- this doesn't look good. This doesn't, it's not beautiful or etc. And you kind of learn to not trust your instinct, to not trust what you like and that really develops or can develop into a disconnection with yourself and into you not, not trusting yourself and it can mold into not being able to have deep connections with people because if we're not able to trust ourselves and if we're not able to build that connection with ourselves, then it becomes really difficult to find connection with with anyone else.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy because when you don't trust yourself, you're not trusting other people, right? It's it comes from the same emotion, you know, so it's interesting, like when you trust yourself and what you're saying and in your opinions and your decisions and all that stuff, you can really see other people and be like, "Wow, I can trust you. I can see where you're coming from. I like what you're saying. Your you you know your your choices, blah blah blah. It's it's so nice. It's so nice. It's a beautiful thing to discover because it is a real issue with people right now. Yeah. Not trusting yourself. And that comes from a lot of the obviously childhood and all that stuff, but it creates this world where there is no trust in what you're doing, in the process, in your in your process, in your personal process. And um, people give up like goals or give up doing certain things that they might not see, um, you know, that are creating something like beautiful in the world. But really like, oh my God, like I, you know, I, I don't trust what I'm doing. Well, what am I doing? Wh- what is this? How did I end up here? You end up not really trusting yourself, and it's it's hard. It's hard. Like the other day, I was going out with some friends, and I was wearing. I decided to wear these jeans that were open flared in the bottom. Okay. Like they're tight, and then they're open flared. You know. Love like, you it. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I got my outfit together, I looked so Colombian. Like I <laughs> felt very, very Colombian. Like I was wearing like these um like, very Colombian shoes, and in my head, I'm like this is not in right now. Like, <laughs> I'm going to feel so out of place. Like, I don't know. And then at the end, I'm like, wait, do I like this? Okay, if I like it, I'm going to wear it. And we went out, and it was incredible because, like, my friend was wearing something similar, and which that's her expression. It's not that we're, like, you know, we're, we're going with each other. No, it's, like, her expressing herself. We never even talked about our outfit. I'm expressing myself, and we just and it was incredible and I, I felt so confident and I felt good with my outfit even though I had so many question marks but it's like those little things in your day that you think are not molding your habits your habit of thought they are and it's, it starts with those little things and then it becomes like your career or whatever that you're trusting your choices you're trusting what you're doing and it, it was really hard for me at first when I was like, I don't want to be a lawyer, and, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, and I'm like, how did I end up here? I don't trust my choices, how, you know, like, yeah, how do I, again, trust that I'm doing the right thing for myself? Like, how, how can I make that happen? And so, it's a process. It's definitely a habit of thought that it, it needs to come from those little things on your everyday life, and, and it's beautiful to see you... You know increasing your trust every single day or every single month and it's it's awesome once you get to this level it's like you start trusting other people trusting on in their own choices Uh, you don't have to like input so many of your opinions Mm -hmm. it's like well this person seems happy with this person or like doing this good like I, I can't judge because you have your own experiences and I've had my own experiences and You know, it's whatever it is, like whatever makes you happy. Yeah, it's a peaceful energy.
1: I love that. I I love and, and relate so much to everything that you've said. It is in the small habits and in the small decisions where we really build that muscle of confidence and that muscle of intuition and of trusting ourselves like we have a decision in every decision. We have the ability to choose ourselves or to choose someone else what someone else wants what we think we if we should be doing what we think we are supposed to be doing or to look within and, and to listen and and be guided by that inner voice that inner those inner thoughts and i think that societally and culturally you know we are trained to seek validation and to look for ourselves in external things and to you know dress the way maybe everybody's dressing kind of to to fit in Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really special to get to a place where you are instead of looking outward for directions on where to go and on who to be to really be looking inward and to and to be listening to yourself and putting that into practice it is about consistency and just like a muscle you're literally building this habit and this muscle within yourself that once you do it often it just comes more
0: naturally exactly. it's just
1: instinctual
0: okay so i want to ask you so right now you're a life coach you got your certification congratulations! Yes. thank you so when did you decide that you wanted to do this and and how how did it happen i guess how was yeah. it with you? so after i started therapy
1: four years ago um I started working with other mentors, too. I did a few workshops with two different coaches, um, and then I started working one-on-one with one specific coach that I've worked with for a little over a year now. And I think in those beginning workshops, I just saw in this space and in this person, you know, my coach, my, my leader, my mentor, I really saw somebody that I wanted to to learn from to mirror I felt for the first time you know I see myself doing that I'm really drawn to that I don't think I had had a full experience like that before of I want to be like this person I want to embody and do what this person does I think the process for me of finding myself and finding different channels of expression and Gaining confidence within myself learning to love spending time alone, which was so difficult for me before something I really Never thought of um, and it's so integral to my Day-to-day now, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm definitely an introvert and the way that I recharge is through spending time by myself so being able to connect in that way and just Unraveling what the process did for me was so beautiful and I was so inspired to Help other people and to create a space where other Mm -hmm. people could cultivate this connection with themselves, this connection with other people could cultivate confidence and creativity and really hold a safe space for them to find themselves and create the life that they really want for themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that it's been the most beautiful journey of my life because it's allowed me to discover myself and Mm -hmm. to have more meaningful relationships. Um, to just live a fuller life a more creative life a life that feels like me a life mm. that I'm excited to wake up for every morning you know just the feeling of of being alive and I think it's such an important process for everyone to go through of, of discovering themselves of questioning things that questioning beliefs that they've grown up to think are their own that a lot of times are not necessarily our own they're just things that have been passed down to us i love when you were sharing about your coach that he's really or she has has taken you on a journey backwards because a lot of time the differentiator with coaching is that coaching is more focused on the present and focused on the future and creating that life that you want for for yourself but a lot of times it does overlap with similar um, methodologies that therapy includes which are taking us back to the past Mm. taking us back to understanding our limiting beliefs and understanding where our habits and behaviors come from because Mm. a lot of those things are things that we adopted and adapted to because of the way that we grew up so I do think it's important to incorporate that and I love hearing that um, someone that you're working with is doing that because I think it's super valuable in order to unlock that future that you want to create and that future version of yourself that you that you see is possible and that you feel is is real so to to put it simply i really decided to make coaching a career path because of how meaningful the process was for me and because i wanted to hold a space for people to to find themselves
0: that's so beautiful I'm so excited for you yeah
1: I'm so excited too and it's really it's such an amazing career path because you're always learning every session you know you're interacting you're connecting and I learned so much from my clients you know it's it's not a one way I'm giving no you know I'm, I'm guiding them towards themselves and that's so empowering and I love learning new, new tools and new exercises. The field is really growing right now, which mm-hmm. I love to see. There's so many types of coaches, you know. Mm-hmm. There's physical coaches, there's health coaches specific to, you know, different habits of eating, and there's anything, you know. There's so many business coaches that are helping mm-hmm. with Instagram, with launching your business on all these different social platforms. It's a really amazing career that has so much opportunity who better to learn from than than somebody that has experienced things similar to you who better to learn from than than a physical person you know than than a human being I think it's it's really special and sometimes people are just seeking connection and accountability someone to hold them their hand and kind of organize them and and point them towards that north that they already really know but they just need a little bit of extra direction and extra accountability
0: i feel like that is a lot to do with coaching it's it's a lot to i'm gonna tell you what you already think what you already know like i'm going to guide you to where you already want to be you know because i don't know more about you than you know exactly i was here guiding you and that's how my coach when we started he's like i'm never going to teach you something you, you didn't know everything is just like you're remembering and you're connecting and we're guiding you in in a way that you want to be guided but it's never going to be like I'm going to give you this like theory and like no one ever you know what I mean it's it's very like intuitive it's very very intuitive and I love that the field is growing so much because I feel like it creates this learning environment throughout all your career like whatever let's say if you have a a health coach or whatever Mm -hmm. you're in this mentality of I'm going to be open to learning and I think there was a point, which is th- changing now, but I think there was a point in the world where once you graduate college, no more learning. Like, you are, you have this job, you have yeah. this field, and this is the field that you're going to be in forever. And yes, you're going to learn, obviously, like, gradually with experience, like, within your field. But it's it's not like, I'm going to be so open-minded right. and, like, really open up to to these, like, learning experiences. It's, it's very, very different. And I think with coaching... It gives the opportunity to expand, expand your mind, and expand so many things that, you know, like people are evolving all of the time. All like, the you're, time. you can be like literally 85 and you can go and do something else with your life. Like, I know that this, um, I do yoga at the studio, and, and there's like an older lady who started doing yoga when she was like 65. And she's like 80 or something. Wow. So, yeah, I've been doing it for 15 years now. And it's like, <laughs> wow, like, 15 years like you wouldn't think right you're 65 you're like oh my god like it's too late i'm gonna go walk or i'm gonna do whatever but it's like she started she's super flexible super healthy she looks young and and it's so cool that that mentality was like i'm gonna learn something new and with coaching i feel like it's so possible it's like oh i want to change my career let me get a coach for this Mm -hmm. and it's like you know and with my coach um when I first started seeing him wow he changed my life like he made me open my mind to so many different things that I I don't know what I would be doing like I think I would have eventually gone another coach or you know what I mean like, yeah but it's insane like the amount of growth that I felt with him and I'm someone that I've always loved some growth. I've always loved reading how can I make my life better how can I become a better person but he opened my mind to so many different things and and I love that I love seeing friends become life coaches because that's such an expanding energy for so many people around in your life like anyone like your parents your family like I feel like it opens up these this like thinking of like oh let me just you know do this and do that so that's really cool. I'm so so excited for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm so excited too and and it's so true like as human beings we're always constantly evolving and growing. We're supposed to be and it does really allow for that continual exploring of yourself and exploring what do i really want you know asking that question again and again because it changes and it's it's meant to change as we grow and as we evolve it's meant to be a continuous process and not this straight linear road to some destination that you thought of that was going to be that f- that final outcome so it's it's super important to have someone i think both whether it's a therapist, whether it's a coach, have somebody that you can talk to, that you can bounce ideas off of, that helps you connect to yourself, connect to what you're doing, understanding if different areas of your life are aligning, um, help you bring them into alignment. I Mm -hmm. think that's, that's super important also, and I love the process that you've really had with your coach. It's so beautiful to to see and to experience too and, and to talk about really. And I think it's becoming so much more common for people to yeah. to have a coach, to have a therapist and, and to talk about it and and be open and recommend it to other people. Oh my it's
0: God. Yeah. Yes. When you got your certification, I'm like, okay, I'm ready, let's let's put it out there. <laughs> Where are your business cards? Like what are we doing? <laughs> like it's incredible. It's um it's something that I recommend to everyone no matter no matter if you have like the perfect career or whatever like i think you always have something to learn there's always room for growth personally and and it's an awesome awesome field yes i'm excited so tell me a little bit about i know that you wanted to kind of talk about something to do with like how you change your mentality with your relationship your past relationships and something must have happened that kind of shifted you to this like different world
1: yeah yeah so I think um before graduating from college I had had multiple relationships where like I was mentioning before I, I really wasn't connected with myself yet in any of these relationships so I very much relied on the other person and and made the relationship kind of the center of my world because I didn't have this self yet so I was looking for my identity in these relationships and in and, and these other people mm-hmm. and um and I suffered a lot and I was very insecure I realized too I was very jealous and I had these these tendencies and these feelings inside of me that I really didn't always fully n- even know where they came from so once I started exploring that in therapy which this person that I met at work who would later become you know one of the most important people in my life and one of the most important relationships he really had this this sense of, of freedom and of independence that I longed for that I hadn't seen in really my family I hadn't seen in in the people around me ever and and I was attracted to that and part of the reason that I started going to therapy was to understand my limitations and to understand why I showed up in relationships the way that I did because I wanted to attract something different into my life and I wanted to be able to carry out a relationship in a different way in a healthier way I wanted to feel good because at the end of the day I felt like I was the only one suffering because of my insecurities because of mm-hmm. feeling jealous because of um, with everything I was feeling and caring that was only weighing me down mm-hmm. so with this relationship Um, I was really able to come back to... I think it was a combination of the relationship, also the pandemic that gave us a a real pause and a time Mm. to reflect. And um, the relationship, too, just pushed me towards being more independent, towards finding hobbies of my own. This person that I was with, he was a skydiver, and he was very social, and he had a lot of activities that he loved doing on his own, and I was... At first kind of shocked by it. I was always used to being in a relationship where we did everything together and Understanding that somebody has their separate life Mm -hmm. and their separate Hobbies and their separate activities that fill them so much It was so refreshing to see and it was uncomfortable for me, but it gave me the push that I needed to find that for myself Um, So I started kite surfing. I learned how to kite surf. I went back to painting and drawing which was something that I loved doing growing up and that I had lost kind of the itch for and the inspiration for I really started spending a lot of time with myself and I started accepting all of these different things about myself that I feel like I I often didn't I started seeing my sensitivity as so much more of a virtue you know I have this real um, sense of being able to to feel what other people are feeling around me, and I love listening, and I've always been a an amazing observer. And I started thinking, how can I use these these things and these attributes to to help and to and to my benefit and to everyone around me's benefit. Yeah. And I started really just incorporating a lot of the parts of me that I thought i didn't necessarily like or or love before and i started bringing them to light and honestly finding activities and hobbies like surfing and like painting and writing reconnecting with with writing just all of these different means of expression really gave me back to myself like i i was able to find myself again through all of these things through spending time by myself through building this very healthy relationship where we both had our independent lives but we also came together in a in a way that we that we enjoyed we liked mm. doing a lot of the same things you know the relationship brought me back to to the ocean and he was the one that taught me to surf i had my parents, um, my dad and my brother have always surfed. And growing up, I wasn't, you know, I was the girl. I was mostly with my mom. And mm-hmm. I wasn't really brought into the surf world earlier on, which I wish I would have been. I always tell my dad that. But um, but I'm fortunate that I, I had this I- this relationship and this experience. And it came something that I always knew that I was very much attracted to came back into my life. And, yeah, it was just a very healthy, nourishing relationship that allowed me to find myself and it gave me that that safe s- space to do so and that encouragement and that model of independent living and individuality that I hadn't seen before and it, w- it was great and I'm so thankful for for this person and for this beautiful relationship because mm-hmm. it it was foundational to, to my growth and to my transition and and really to my journey and to where Mm -hmm. I am today
0: that's so that's so cool because I was talking recently to a friend that I was kind of complimenting her on her independence like of she's always kind of done whatever she wanted to do like no matter what she was always very confident of her decision so I was talking to her and I'm like wow like I love this about you I always obviously knew this but I just finally like really identified it and it's something that I really love about you and she told me she's like the fact that you're now identifying it it means that it's something that you have within you that you're desiring yeah. but you have it within you if you didn't have it within you and it's not part of you you wouldn't have really identified and noticed it as much as how you're telling me now that means that you are you are independent as well and you are confident with your decisions you know maybe not as much before but you always have it had it within you and maybe with your past relationship you're saying that he brought that for you but maybe you were also seeking it of course you know and and yeah obviously he was this external force that helped you and guided you towards you know surfing and all these different things but you were looking for it and you were desiring this that you knew was within you and it was you like yeah he helped you but like that was you yeah you really went out there and you decided to take it as that because a lot of times with relationships when one person is this has like these qualities and the other person can feel very intimidated or like like uncomfortable and like not ready to take that in and that sometimes can ruin a relationship and you just like you know but but it can also like put you back into a shell and it can put you back into this life that you oh I was way too uncomfortable there let me just back it up but you, you embraced it. You're like, I was scared and I was uncomfortable, yeah. but you embraced it and you, you were ready for it. Right. You were so open to it and it's it's awesome to see that.
1: Yeah, I do think I was finally ready for that in my mm-hmm. life. I think that I'm, I'm a firm believer that we definitely attract and bring into our lives what we need at that particular moment. And I think that comes in the form <coughs> of experiences or that comes in the form of people. I really think that every person that we get the ability to interact with and have an exchange with has a message for us and you know is is guiding us somewhere and is is important to us in our lives at, at that particular moment for a particular mm-hmm. reason. So I I look back to my previous relationships before that too and I'm also so thankful for these people and so thankful for those experiences because they're lessons that I needed to continue repeating and 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 learning because i hadn't foundationally really seen my role in each relationship mm-hmm. and and that what needed to change was not the other person it was really it was me it was me needing to connect with myself and to really find myself and learn to show up in a relationship as a as a whole instead mm-hmm. of searching for A relationship to fully fill me and to fill my life so so yeah it it was a a beautiful experience and it also gave me the time and the flexibility and the support to continue my own Mm self-discovery journey and self-healing journey and like I was saying the pandemic too I think although it was a devastating time for a lot of people it really also changed the pace of life and for some people it gave them an opportunity to take a step back from the rush of everything and think to themselves am i really doing what i want you know am i really in the right place in the right relationship yeah. in in the right space what do i want from my life you know it yeah. i think it it shook us all in very different ways and it forced us to reflect on, we have this one life, you know, what are we going to do with it? What are we doing with it now? And I think for a lot of people, it was, it was an awakening and it was a time to uncover desires that they had been feeling for a while. It was definitely a a time like that for me and it really catapulted me into, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to get my certification i'm gonna always listen to myself and and be in a space where i can express myself where Mm. i feel comfortable you know I i think earlier on too i would always try to like squeeze myself into groups of people and into spaces that i didn't really feel were even fit for me or that i didn't even really feel could support all of me or could accept all of me um and i really made a decision with my process and and with all of my growth to to never do that again you know to be Mm -hmm. able to express myself in whatever friendship i'm in whatever relationship i'm in and to to always be listening to myself first make it a priority to have time for myself because it's what nourishes me and what recharges me and for some people that's you know being social and, and connecting mm. and that's the way that they f- refuel and recharge, um, but it's uh, they're important distinctions to make to just make your life better and to allow mm. for better connections and and to really understand that question of am I doing what I want to be doing? Am I at least heading in the in the right direction and heading mm. towards what I want?
0: Wow, I have so many things to say. <laughs> I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, and. It's, it's beautiful to see it that way, too, with relationships because you always, not just with relationships, I think with a lot of things in your life, we seek external completeness, like yeah. wholeness, right? And it's natural because that's how we see the world. I mean, we see it with our eyes, ears, smell, you know, like we see what's reality in our life and we're always thinking that someone else, can do something for us that we lack and whatever and it's a real thing in society where especially for women we grow up thinking okay by the time i'm 25 i'm gonna get married and have kids you know you have like these timelines yes that you know society has put you know in our lives and um, And it's like all these external things that if you don't have this, like you're not enough or I don't know, you know? So I think it puts a lot of pressure on women to kind of be like, okay, well, if I don't have a man by this age, like who am I? Am I even worthy? Like is there something wrong with me? What's going on? Yeah. And so it creates this this paradox with people where you put so much pressure into a relationship and then you feel it in a relationship. It's like... Oh, why is why is this so? Like you know, yeah, you feel this like pressure, as you know, with the guy or the girl, you know, and with women you feel it a lot, and uh, and I agree. Like my past relationships, you know, it's like you want to be whole with the person, like you are not complete, yeah, and not until I realized I am whole, I am me, and I am happy. I do not eat anything else nothing else in my life like if I am going to let someone into my life it's because they make it better but it's not because I need this person 100% you know it's like the icing on the cake like I am the cake I have my life as a cake and this person is bringing the icing on the cake I love that but it's not essential like it's something that it's adding a little flavor to your life and it's beautiful and you create something amazing because you're you can align with that person and, and that person can create their life you create yours and then you create things together mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful balance but for women woman especially there's just so much pressure for that for that wholeness for that completion of of you from another person a yeah. relationship i um,
1: agree i think i think for women especially it's obviously a, a theme that is brought up often and that um luckily we're speaking about so much more and luckily in our generation thankfully we have so many examples of of women in leadership roles Mm -hmm. and of women who have you know taken their lives and and made of it what they really want and of women creatives and of you know women living out their their full potential and their full expression and i think that's so amazing and so beautiful but it is important to to remember that we have for so long you know been kind of trained to be more of a supportive role and to have this internal idea like you said of, of a timeline of of what we need to do you know of being a mother figure as a Certain thing for every woman and that's not necessarily where women are, are looking to nowadays That's not necessarily their first thought or their first priority and I love that because it gives a lot of Freedom and space to really ask that question of what do I want to do? We have so much opportunity now and um, and and it's amazing and I think that going along with this idea of us um, in more supportive roles or just the ingrained ideas of of women in relationships and how we've always looked to our partners for for filling maybe like voids that we've had mm-hmm. inside. Um, I think too is the idea of of being good and of of what society wants us to, to do and of that framework of what good looks like and i think for me at least that left me very guarded and and quiet you know i i found that it was easier and more comfortable for me to to stay quiet to not necessarily voice my opinions on a lot of matters to not necessarily show up the way that i wanted to show up Mm. um and i think a lot of women have have that similar experience of kind of being more on the sidelines than taking an active role whether it's in a relationship whether it's um at work whether it's anywhere really so it's it's so empowering and amazing to to see the changes that we are seeing today and to see Mm -hmm. um how we are able to connect with ourselves and liberate ourselves and choose the relationships that we want for ourselves that are fitting for us and like you said that are just complementary. they're not um a need and it's not a it's not ever a dependency anymore and and there's so much freedom too in in being alone I think it's really important to differentiate like being lonely versus being alone I think that that for me um after this last relationship that I had that was So incredible and so nourishing and really brought me, again, back to myself. I realized, too, that I needed some more of me, that I selfishly wanted some more time to get to know myself, to explore my passions, to explore the things that I wanted to do. And I, for some reason, knew in my soul that I needed to be by myself. There was things that I needed to do by myself now that I had found this new and deepened connection that I that I couldn't devote myself to a relationship mm-hmm. in this moment in time because there was so much I was excited about knowing and discovering with me and doing alone for the first time ever because I had really never done things alone. And, and that was really exciting, although scary. You know, it was scary to take a leap of faith into being alone. Um, I'm almost 27, so going into... That age too, you know. A lot of my friends are getting married, and Mm -hmm. you know they have they're in relationships, and and I love being able to you know celebrate that and being so happy for them, and and I see the the love, and I I love love. I'm not you know I'm I'm not at all against being in a relationship either. I think that is one of the most beautiful things in life and one of the most core human needs is finding a sense of belonging. But mm-hmm. for me, it was so important to find and keep and nourish that sense of belonging within myself so that in the future I can find that with someone else. And and my relationships have benefited so much from that. My friendships, you know, for the first time ever, I think, too, there's just this deeper Connection and this real ability to express and to be open and to really uplift and, and receive as much as I'm able to, to give and it's been fun to to explore. You know, I think something that women suppress too is our sexuality and it's been amazing to at least for me, which I had that very much suppressed, to to explore that also and I've been able to connect, um, connected with someone. Recently, to on this very different level than I had ever connected with anyone else. So you know, it was a really, we both expressed ourselves in a very creative way, and our way of loving was very similar. And it was like this soul attraction, you know, a, d- a different level that. of of connection because of the place where I'm at now. Mm. And and yeah, it's it's just a a beautiful journey. It's not about um, what it looks like from the outside what your life looks like on paper what oh it God, looks like to anyone all. else yeah. it's it's really more about how you're showing up in it how you're feeling in it how you're how you're living and how you're creating that life that you want for yourself
0: yeah and you're you're trusting yourself yeah and right now you're like i took a leap of faith it was a leap of faith with a lot of trust within you definitely and the world and your life you were like i'm trusting this and it's it, right now, like you said, you're 27. You feel like, you know, around, you know, your, your friends are getting married and all this stuff. You feel all this, but you're so confident and comfortable with your decisions that you're making. And because you know where you're at right now, it's... That's you. It's your journey. And you're going through it And your time, this is your time to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody has different time frames. And that's why pressure especially with women about the situation that we're talking about, it's, it's so rough and it can bring a lot of unhappiness because everybody thinks at this time of your life, this is what you're supposed to do. But how? Yeah. How is that? Like everyone, every <laughs> woman in the world when they're 27 should be in this time of life right. where you are getting married and you already know who you are and you already know like all these different things that you want to What? Like... That, to me, just doesn't make any sense, you know? So, everyone... All these, like, different journeys with women and and seeing you and seeing so many different people in different journeys. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful and empowering because it it tells you that what you're doing, where you're at, career-wise, relationship, wherever you're at, it's you. That's it. Like, you. You can choose whatever you want to do no matter how old you are. And that happened to me, too, where i was in a relationship where you're like you know very codependent and very um you have very high expectations of the other person to make you feel a certain way and that's just never gonna be a good sign right because you're waiting for your happiness from someone else Mm -hmm. and not until you kind of realize like it's you no one else and you kind of like let go of like so many external opinions and heavy pressure and so many things that you put on yourself obviously you know society puts on you but like you you know essentially it's you at the end of the day you're putting that pressure on you
1: yeah
0: once you let all of that go it's like let me figure my happiness out first and then we can be happy together but it's like your responsibility It's all it, it all comes down to you
1: Yeah, and I think, too, it's this idea of understanding that we have the power to assign meaning to every situation, to every person, to every circumstance that we're in. If we are constantly reacting and putting um, our happiness or our state on the outcome of things or on how somebody else is going to show up in our lives then we're forever going to live in fear because yeah. that is something that is always going to be out of our control. But it's so empowering to understand that we're the ones that assign the meaning to, to really every situation, yeah. to, to everything. Like, it is, it is truly about perspective and about what you are saying. This thing means about you, about your life, um, about everything. And I, I think that's such a difficult concept to to fully grasp and to fully ingrain in your life, but it's one that is also so liberating because yeah. it allows anything to really happen. You know, people will come in and come out of your life and um and it's important to to recognize what meaning we're assigning to, to everything. What meaning mm-hmm. and what place we're giving certain situations and certain people and and being conscious of that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I know we're running out of time now, but is there anything else you would want to say in this episode? Um, I think I would just want to really
1: encourage people if they are feeling like something about this episode rang true for them in the sense of, you know, feeling like they... <coughs> They feel like there's more inside of them that they've been wanting to express, that there's more inside of them that they want to discover, that they they believe there's a better version of themselves that they can create and they can embody. I would say listen to that. Listen to that and take steps towards that. It doesn't have to be seeking a coach or a therapist. It can be starting with a conversation with a friend. but really, just tuning in and, and listening and knowing that if you are drawn to something and you're feeling like there's more to discover about yourself and there's more to express, then, then there definitely is and it's and, and we need to, you know, y- your voice matters and expressing yourself matters so much. I just remembered something that was... Um, so pivotal to me too I remember when I was like 16 or 17 years old one of my best friends dad um, I would often go on vacation with them and I remember you know he was like another father figure to me and we were on a trip for New Year's one time and we were with all of their cousins and like extended family and he pulled me to the side one day and he was like you know i know that it's hard for you to to like express yourself with uh, with new people um but you really need to break down this wall you know like the world deserves to know you and you deserve to show everyone what you constantly show us like you're such a joy to be around we love connecting with you you need to let go of that you need to like loosen up and live Mm. and um for anybody that feels like that too like it's they have a barrier to expression and to voicing themselves. I would really just encourage them to find different means of, of expressing. There's always writing, and there's art, and these places can really create a foundation for you to to connect, um, to start practicing that muscle of expression, and to and to really feel that freedom and, and show up in the world the way that you are truly meant to.
0: Mm, love that, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much Yvonne. for the amazing. Thank you. Yay.